Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money of M89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang with you. Uh, Ryan, how was your Chinese New Year? Have you weighed yourself yet? How much uh, did you put on? <laughs> yes, I am still counting the calories and I don't think it's going to stop yet. How about yeah, you? Yeah, that's the problem, right? I still got two more hot pots to attend. Oof. I've already put on a kilo and a half. So I'm going running tonight. All right. I think that should go some ways <laughs> at least. <laughs> All right. Uh, talking about going some ways, it looks like Google and the United States Department of Justice are at it again. This time, the tech giant's being sued over allegedly monopolizing the digital advertising market. Tell us more. Yeah, so to give you a bit of context, right, as you would know, Google is huge in the advertising space. And how it works is they actually have the platform and they own multiple parts of the platform. So they buy, sell, and also operate at exchange. So they have insights into how every side of the business works. And yeah. some lawmakers are saying, that is unfair because you can't have other competitors uh, playing it on a level playing field if you have Google operating every part of the equation. So that's the argument here. And now there's some headway with the progress on the legal front. The yeah. US and eight states, so they are trying to break up the ad tech business. So this is seeing the US DOJ, the Department of Justice, following its second antitrust lawsuit yeah. against Google in just over two years. So that's a sign of how serious the US government is taking this and not backing down against these tech companies. So this mm, is um, a big one for Google to try to grapple with. Yeah, the first lawsuit was filed under the Trump administration back in October 2020. Funny enough, uh, that case is only expected to go to trial in September. So uh, quite a bit to watch out for. Uh, although it is uh, well, the start of uh, the tech sector's earnings season. Yeah, so it's not great for many of these tech companies to be under the spotlight and not a great week for Alphabet, actually. It's been ah. going through quite a tough time with its layoff story as well. It's on that bandwagon mm. last Friday announced its largest round of layoffs. So this saw 12,000 jobs, around 6% being cut. And on Monday, they had a town hall to try to answer some of those questions to explain why people lost their jobs. And if you look at the explanation is quite familiar. They expanded too fast, assuming that growth would continue. That did not happen. And we also saw other companies in the past few days reporting layoffs as well. Among them, Spotify trimming 6% of their workforce. Gemini, the crypto exchange, reducing headcount by about 10%, around 100 people. And then on the bright side, we have Microsoft overnight after the bell reporting earnings that seems to indicate that maybe the upcoming numbers from other companies may not be as bad as what some people have been bracing for. And we have Microsoft's cloud computing unit helping to bring in more revenue than expected. So offsetting the slump elsewhere, for example, the PC market. Yeah. We've seen how some of the companies have been cutting back on spending on IT. So that indicates that perhaps some pockets of the tech industry may be able to support some of the earnings coming through. And tonight, we'll be getting the numbers from AT&T, 
IBM and Tesla among the tech companies in focus. All right, it's really quite interesting. Actually, since we're talking about tech, right, quite an exciting start to trading uh, on the New York Stock Exchange. There was a bit of a glitch. Uh, now, from what I, I'm going to get you to, to, of course, expand on this, Ryan, but uh, from what I read, uh, it was a case of uh, the opening numbers did not match the closing prices the day before. That's pretty much <coughs> the story here. So, wow. typically, before the market opens, you have people trying to buy, people trying to sell. So it looks like they did not get on the same page. Not all the orders went into the order book. So it was, in some cases, lopsided. And some orders didn't even go through. So we had, in some cases, low volume. And that caused huge spikes in the opening numbers. If you look at some examples, Walmart closed at $142, roughly. But it opened at 159 So that's a jump of, uh, or there's a change of around 12%. So a huge jump from its closing numbers. And in some other cases, we had a drop of around 16% in their stock prices. And the New York Stock Exchange says some of these trades will have to be cancelled because they were done at wrong prices and inaccurate information. So it involves around 200 plus stocks. Mm, mm. And we are talking about the likes of Visa, ExxonMobil, McDonald's, Uber, Mastercard, Nike. So a lot of names have been involved. And the latest is that they have indicated the, some of these trades will have to be declared null and void. Wow. Gosh, uh, that's, that's pretty scary, right? Um, but uh, eventually things sort of even mm. out. I think what it took about 10, 15 minutes. Took uh, a couple for, of minutes, but yeah, the good news is yeah. it's back to normal, at least according to the NYSE. Yeah. So it did resume as per normal, but the initial session in the minutes, um, first few minutes, that will be more under scrutiny. Okay. Uh, just for fun, I want to talk about this one. Pulled it up. It's a feature on the Business Times. It just reminds me of like the 90s. I don't know if you used to watch Channel 8 and then there were these commercials. <laughs> Super! You know, the 3-in-1 coffee. Yes, and then uh, all these... um boards and panels yeah. and you have to some kind of game right yes which one had a big price and then Gosh. turn the board that's amazing marketing I, I just want to say that because it, it still sticks with you in your head it does maybe it has its place now in TikTok or something yeah, I guess but so. it's yeah. back in the papers because of its future plans mm. so you might be very familiar with its coffee brand it's 3-in-1 coffee it looks like the next stage is oat milk Oh, like for a younger generation, more yeah, health conscious? That might yeah, might be yeah, the yeah. way to go. Okay. So the entrepreneur behind Supergroup, David Teo, has been you know, behind the business. Now his um, family office and his children are now being involved in the next big project, which involves oatmeal. And if you go to his office, that's apparently yeah, yeah. a plushie in the shape of an oat ring <laughs> called Odit. So oh. it's like a bit of a soft toy with white eyes and bunny ears. Okay, okay. And it has products that is trying to push right now called Oat Bedian and uh, okay. Oat Right. So it's a powdered oat milk beverage, uh, Oat Bedian. So it's not just requiring hot water to get your oat milk fix. How oatsome. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.